think we are recording. Uh, welcome it, to Lang Time Chat, episode 25. Wasn't it going to tell us something? What do you mean? Like anything? Wasn't it going to say like recording is in progress or? Look, the, the little cloud with the red dot is flashing at you. Yeah, but it didn't say anything to us. It's because you're the one who hit record. Well, but if you're a participant, it tells you so that way you know you're being recorded. But like if you're the one who hit record as the, the person owning the the account. I, I guess. I just wish it would have given me some kind of warning. I had no idea what was coming. <laughs> you had no idea that you were the one who hit record and that they were going to start recording you. Are you sure this is episode 25? I am sure. I okay. even went and verified. And then I remembered, oh yeah, I remember making a comment about how we've been doing this for two years and mm -hmm. that was exciting. But I went and verified on Patreon. Um, and indeed, this is 25. All right. And this is part two of a little mini series. It's really just going to be two, but All this right. is it. This is part two. So um, if you're not up to date, maybe you want to start with episode 24 <laughs> before joining in here, because in episode 24, we, um, we created a little like proto sketch and um then we both worked on it individually and some of our patrons worked on it too and so we're going to see some results today i've seen the patron results that were sent you have not seen anything extreme laziness prevented it and i have not seen yours and so um what you can't see on the podcast is I actually created a whole slideshow mm -hmm. for today. Uh, so we're going to be very organized in our discussion. Um, but like when we actually put this up on YouTube as a video, you know, people will be able to see. And I'll, I'll totally like share this presentation, but it really only helps if you have a keynote. I'll have to PDF it. Yeah, it's easy um, to do. Okay. Do you have animations? No. I do not have animations. And so it's great. Um, yeah. So let's go ahead and click to the next slide because what I wanted to do first was just remind, because even if you know you watched episode 24, um, it may have been a whole month since you've seen it. And so I just wanted to remind people about what um, our inventory was. Oh, your computer has the red underlines on we may want to hit play because red underlines are going to be everywhere after this. Oh no, let me or help. like let me, take away the red underlines. Let me help you out with that. Yeah, uncheck <laughs> check spelling while typing. Oh, wonderful. Now we won't have the, those ugly red lines. Mm -hmm. Okay, so um, I think like one of the, or two of the like bigger features, I won't read through all the sounds again, but two of the bigger features were that we only had voiceless stops and we had unaspirated and aspirated variants, which definitely played a role. Um, I know in how a lot of people treated sound changes. Uh, and then we also had velar and uvular uh, sounds. So it's like we skipped palatal. We really only had uh, that palatal approximate, uh, but then we had uh, velar stops, uvular stops, and then we have the voiceless fricative of each. Hold on a um, oh, there's, there's an error here that I'm gonna fix. Um, Oh, he's changing. Well, that means you have to change on the next screen too. Um, oh, all right, I'll turn it back. Okay, so <laughs> yes, this was the phonology, um, <laughs> not just the proto sound inventory. Okay, so- So the wild color scheme, I'm gonna describe this to those who are listening and can't see it. It's truly extraordinary. So we have a mixture of black backgrounds and dark gray, and then kind of, um, I want to say like an 80s sedan blue, um, a pea green. This is like this is like shag carpet from the early 70s. And then um, this yellow, which I mean, it's it's straight out of like a tabletop from a bowling alley in, in 1977. I was going for 1979, but I'll take it. All okay. right. Wonderful. Well, it'd still be around. It'd be a little more faded, though, so it'd be lighter. That is very true. Mm -hmm. Okay, so those were our consonants. And then on our vowels, if you want to go to the next slide, um, vowels, we had a um, five-vowel system, but instead of E-A-U-O-A, we didn't have an O, and we had a schwa instead. 
And so um, that is our five valve system. So not quite the classic, but really close. Okay. You can just hit the down arrow. I sure can. Then we came up with five verb roots and seven noun roots. And so um, we had words for to sleep, give, pick up, sit, and lie. Um, and these are gonna keep coming back. But what we were going for uh, was really trying to get a good mixture of especially those consonants, getting them like all over in terms of like having, for instance, um, to sleep, we have cup where you have like unaspirated K at the beginning and an aspirated P at the end um, versus things like, oh, I can't, kunky. What's that? Kunky. 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 Which was to pick up. Um, my favorite word was Haley, which is Daisy. Um, and then our nouns, we had rock, person, child, Daisy, stick, grass, and hill. And we were going for a variety, again, of sounds, but also we wanted nouns and verbs that could come together to form little sentences if we wanted. Um, uh -huh. These were not as varietous when it came to syllable shape, I discovered. Yeah, that is very true. The syllable shapes, um, we, we really, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they were they were not. We had four word internal codas, and two of them were huh. I mean, I, I think we were uh, really going huh. for like getting that uvular velar distinction, and we got stuck on that. And yeah. so we have all sorts of those, but we didn't. Yeah, you're right. Um, there's obviously so much more uh, that we do from here. We also decided that this language would be VSO and head initial. So those were the decisions we made. We did. Yeah, we sure did. And it was even in the document that was shared. Did all of us remember that? If you scroll down, it should have been the description. Well, this will really be, this will really be a surprise. <laughs> okay, so we will find out. But first, we're going to focus on sounds, which sure. should not mess up the whole thing. Uh, we're going to talk about sound changes. Um, first, I'm going to start with uh, just running through with how my modern forms turned out and like just highlight some of the changes that I did. And then I'm going to pull up your screens, which are right now blank, other than having the roots and the meanings. Okay. So we need to fill those in. Okay. Um, so my, I, and I separated them into verbs and nouns. So that way you can more easily see them whenever you do see this wonderful presentation. Um, oh yeah, that's right. I used, I used a, a macron for my long vowel symbol because I like how it looks. Uh, mm. and Dave was just shaking his head. So one thing that I did was I merged the uvular and velar, but I merged them in ways where, um, all the sounds, um, the consonants before an ah or an ooh, um, were uvular. And then it was a velar in front of a front vowel. So essentially they merged but in but it depended on what vowel followed it. Oh, that should be what? clunky. Yeah, I was gonna. I, I, I made a mistake. No, should... no, no, no. It's because it's because it was in front of a schwa in the proto form, and that didn't switch to an a vowel until later. Right. Um... So so for instance, cup. I can't do that. Cup. <laughs> uh, that that consonant at the beginning became uvular instead of velar because it was in front of the ah vowel, so ah. And why is that spelled with a K instead of a Q? Oh, because they're spelled with Ks throughout, so it's totally predictable whether it's going to be a K or a K. Okay. Except in that one. I forgot about that. It was so totally predictable. Yeah, so it's not really predictable. Probably okay, well, then I'll spell it with a Q to make you happy. We can change all these. Can you... Put it there so I can change it. It would make me happy. Here we go. One sec. Okay. Is it okay? There. But then, like, um, but those are both K's. Hunky, it's both K's because when that sound change happened, the in hunky, it was still a schwa. And so it didn't trigger the, the uvular. Um, and so it ended up being velar, hunky. Um, and, oh, I kept schwa's in unstressed positions. And so I do still have huh. a schwa, but I spelled it with an O because it was like an available vowel. And like the only time you see O is when it's the schwa sound. So I, I romanized it with an O, but like, 
there is no O sound. Okay. It was just, I needed a vowel spelling and that, spelled it with a schwa. Yeah, but that doesn't always bold and italicize as well as you want it to. But I did do this whole thing in Noto Sans so that way it would do that. Sort of thing. would, yeah. All right. Um, okay, so those were my verbs. On the nouns, um, see more of these changes. I voiced um, consonants, uh, the stops and the fricatives, I voiced between vowels. So that changed, for instance, a tu to adu. Um, any stressed schwa went to an a, uh, unstressed schwa stayed a. Uh. Um, another thing is I deleted any glottal at the end of a, of a word. So word final glottals were deleted. And um, coda, the coda fricatives were deleted, but then um, there was compensatory vowel lengthening. Uh -huh. So like tafle became tale. Uh -huh. um, and so, yeah, and the glottal stop remained vowel um, intervocalically. So like me eat stick, I still have that mm. glottal stop. All right. And so those are some of my sound changes that I highlighted there. Oh, wait, I need to change the spelling of hill because that's in person because both of those are Q. Oh, gosh, I might have to change a lot. Um, not, not, not a lot. And I know, but in my Q. examples later. And then um, this actually, this could be fun. Have you ever considered uh, romanizing that? Yeah, QH. So, ho, ha, ha. Ha. I like it. Holya. Uh, holyo. I'm sorry, that's, oh, oh it's yeah. a schwa, right? Because even though it's spelled O, holya. Oh, goodness. <laughs> here, hold on a sec. Can I pop up here? It's really irregular, I know, but please let me let me just pop up and get past you really quick, like physically. Oh. <laughs> I was like, how am I going <laughs> to? Ah, phone, right. everything hit. Everything. I don't All know right. what David's doing. Where is he going? I tell you what. Um, okay, so yeah, this is really irregular. Now I'm just standing here. Um, but my, so I was going to go through and change these to schwas, but I feel like that would be too much work. And I remember that was my romanization scheme. And you know what? Forget. This is my romanization scheme. This is my language. David doesn't get to decide what I do. Um, I will change those to cues just for ease of remembering, but the rest of it's mine. And now we're on to the, the really fun part, which is to find out what David's were, but he's not here. And like, I'm really deciding whether I should pause this because we only have an hour in these. So, and we have what, a lot to what, get happened, what happened over here? It sounded like somebody went mad with power. Um, is that what happened? It's not mad with power when it's my language and utterly, I decide what I want to do with the keyhole. Utterly power drunk. And so, all right. Now we're going to go down, and this is your slide. So we have a slide for the romanization, and or sorry, not a slide, but a column for romanization. Okay. And then a column for IPA. So um, I didn't uh, do a romanization. I think. Oh I, well, then in that case, we can get rid of that but, column and just do IPA. I mean, you could easily just make one, but uh, I'll try to give you a rundown very quickly of. So I had 23 sound changes. Um, yeah, I didn't do a, a romanization, but I could easily do one. So uh, let's just, yeah, let's just do it. Let's just, let's just go down the line. These are all in order, right? Okay, so here we go. So uh, uh, cop becomes kava. Look at that, 23 sound changes later, still mostly recognizable. And then um, do you, did you put angle brackets? I did square brackets. Little, little angle brackets. Okay. Those are not angle brackets. Those are square brackets. They're square brackets. <laughs> All right. So it's so, to sleep. So mine was, was paw long. Yeah, I don't think we got cues anymore in this language. They're all gone. Um, and here we go. So, so okay. So the protoform soup with a glottal stop became so yep. David. And then, so this, this weird word, uh, what did we have here? Uh, uh, punky. Uh, to pick up. Became hange. Um, oh, that's fun. Yeah, so, yeah. Nice, mm -hmm. simple. 
Jime became um, Ime. Oh, like bunny in our Ingala language. That's right. <laughs> Asta. To lie, to lie down, I should say. Became Atha. Oh my gosh, you chose to have a th sound? All the time. I'm shocked. That's a good sound. I like it. <laughs> All right. So okay. Um, so those are the verbs. So now we need to go to the next slide to get to your nouns. Yeah. Let's see here. Okay. Atu uh, became or atu became adu. Very Ooh. close. Uh, Mine is adu. Very close to yours. Um, Puya became uh, kuja. Nice. And mine was uh, kuya. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so like you're going to discover that there's, I mean, it looks like not much changed, but there was a whole lot that got this here. Uh, so, tahle uh, is now chale. Whoa, that. Yeah. That yeah. went through something. That's a bit of a story. Um, Heli is now ile. Aww. Another story, I feel though. Ni'i is now ne. All right. Nice. Uh, pakis, this is the worst word. I hated this word. I absolutely hated this word. Mine became paki. It's perise. 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 No, perise. Perise. Yeah, there's the stress. Perise. Perise. Yeah, I couldn't. Uh... <laughs> And grass. And, okay. And hoja is uh, hoja. Hoja. Nice. Okay. Yeah. So um, I'm gonna give you the uh, I'm gonna give you the 10 second rundown of, of what all happened to these sounds. Okay. So the first thing, absolute first thing I did is I said everything that ends in a consonant gets copy vowel on the end. I had to have that. So that made things a lot easier. After that, all the glottals disappeared. Gone. All right. And then um, let's see, uh, the ch and ch disappeared in coda position. We're leaving a long vowel behind it. So that was what happened to tachle. So now it's dale. And double vowels that were the same became long. Uh, fricatives went to H before a consonant. So that was, for example, um, asta. Mm. Uh, right. Uh, then the ch became just a regular H. That's the uvular. Uh, what is this? Oh, plus voice, plus voice. What on earth is happening here? Obstruent. O stands for obstruent. Obstruence voiced in between a voiceless thing and a vowel. That included nasals. So, punky. So you said in between a voiceless thing and a vowel? In between, in between a voice voiced? thing. In between oh, a voice thing and a vowel. So, punky became clungy. Mm. Uh, but also, like, if there was uh, an S in between vowels, which there was in, in Pakizi, it became Pakizi. Mm. Also, this is, uh, you know, unaspirated. So aspirates, aspirate still stays. That was the first seven sound changes. Next, aspirated consonant went to a fricative. And so that was where, uh, you know, kappa, as it was at that point, went to kappa. Uh, let's see. Um, H goes to consonant in front of the consonant. So in other words, uh, geminates. So ah became atha. Uh, that produced some geminates. Now fricatives uh, went to plus voice in between vowels. That was where uh, kafa became kava. And that was actually its final form. It didn't change after that. Oh, but then the atha stayed because it was a geminate. That's right. And then geminates were lost. And okay. so that's how you got the voiceless fricatives in between vowels. Um, a vowel went to uh, plus low after a U. What is a U? Mm, let's see. Let's see what changed. Ah, uvular. Yes. So a, a vowel went to plus low after a uvular, or basically it lowered. After it lowered a one step. So puya went to poya. Mm -hmm. And then uvulars merged with velars. So the uvulars are gone completely from the language at this point. Um, a v that, uh, vowel that wasn't stressed went to low at the end of a word. So that changed, you know, hangi to hange. And uh, let's see some other ones, ata, atha, because a uh, is higher than a and it wasn't stressed. 
Kuya becomes Kuya. Uh, let's see. But this did Ele. not affect the long vowels. So is that, it, that one was they were stressed. stressed. Okay, so the long vowels Because they were stressed, stressed okay. see. All right, so that's the next seven. After that, uh, vowel that wasn't low uh, and was stressed went to high. So that's why Haley became Ile. That's because right. Because you flip-flopped. Um, the stressed stress. vowels went up a step and the yeah. unstressed vowels went down a step. Precisely. Yep. All right. And so then uh, long vowels went to vowel at the end of a word. So we lost long vowels at the end of a word unless it was the only vowel of the word. So su stayed and tale stayed, but uh, like adu didn't. Oh, oh, is this where this changed? Somewhere, okay, so all of a sudden adu has a diphthong. Yeah, is it here? Oh, right, a V that minus low plus stress becomes a V plus a high vowel. So like, uh, adu became idu, uh, but ele went, was just basically ile. So in other words, uh, the a uh didn't go to uh, a barred i, it became i, whereas e became e and o became u. That's what happened. All right, then we have this one, the long vowels lost at the end of the word, unless they were the only vowel of the word. Um, uh, the vowel plus uh, long h. Your 10 seconds has been up for about three minutes. Yeah, I know. Oh, long vowels that were high. Long vowels that were high broke. So su became so, and uh, ni became ni. Then uh, long a became ya. And you're just going to have to accept that that's what happened. Oh, that happened in tale, became tiale. Yeah, tale became tiale, uh, tiale. And my inspiration for this was Japanese where the word for cash was borrowed into Japanese. And you know what it was borrowed? Kyashu. Nice. Okay, so that was the most controversial sound change, um, I think. And then uh, schwa before a vowel became a schwa that was, or a vowel that was minus high. So o became o. Um, uh, nasal plus a stop just became a nasal. So hange became hange. Um, then I went to a yod in front of a vowel, so uh, tiale became tiale. Um, then, uh, what was it? This thing happened. Uh, the the ya the plus a vowel became palatal or whatever, so tiale became chale. And ya went to ja just because I like it. And so kuya became kuja. Yep. Okay. There you go. So those are David's sound changes. Can you go down? And now can you enter, you said 23? Yes. Okay, so David had the most sound changes. So we're about I to won. see a comparison. Um, so I won. And so I had eight. You can tell like what our, I don't know. I, I as I was joking with David, cause at one point he had mentioned how many sound changes he was already on. And I was like, oh, I'm done with like eight. Um, and I, and like, that's like my least favorite. Who, Hard, I think. who has the most sound changes? The J's combined or the non-J's combined? The J's combined because, uh, no, no way. No. It may not be. I think, yeah, the non-J's. Okay, so That's what right. David is looking at is we had four patrons submit, um, you know, what they did with it. And so out of those four, three of them are Jace, Jason, Jonathan, and Jake. And between me, Jason, Jonathan, and Jake, we don't have as many sound changes as David and Miles. That's and right. Because Miles had 22 sound changes. So combined, we have 45, um, whereas you have- We have less. 16 plus um, 16 is 32, plus five is 37. Because Jonathan and Jake are like on my wavelength and it's like, five, eight, we're good. Uh, Jason had 16. Mm -hmm. um, I know though that Jonathan wasn't finished and wanted to do more work, but it was also like, had to had to send it to be included. And so like, yeah. I, I know that- It's sweet. Done. Yeah. Um, okay, so now we're just going to, oh, actually, can you pop up here? Can you copy your IPA column of the verbs? Like get it started highlighted? Hold I can do that. Oh, oh. and I'm going to control C. I don't think All that right. worked. Try it again. 
How do I try it? It's control C, right? Well, I copied it. All right. Okay. Now, can you go down to this slide and we'll paste it there and see if it works? Yep. Perfect. Okay. And then we'll do that on the noun slide in just a second. So now what we're looking at is a full comparison to look at um, all the different forms of our little uh, language family that happened here. Um, and so for instance, um, really I struggle. Cup. 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 There we go. Um, of course, for me it became caw and for David it became kava. Mm -hmm. For Jason, it became rap. How was that? That's, no, how was my pronunciation? No, that was good. I just Thank don't you. understand it. No. Um, for Mile, or sorry, for Jonathan, it became cup with like an affricate. Mm -hmm. uh, for Miles, Miles and Jake both had tone. Uh, and so ka, low tone. That's and weird. Jake's um, is like a mid here, cuff, cuff, because they ended up getting aspirated. Got uh, nothing but questions. All right, keep going. Well, I have the full documentation. Ooh. Um, all right, so to give, no, that wasn't to give. Yeah, it was to give, Sue. Mm -hmm. um, for me was Sue, David, so, and then we had several Sue forms across the board. Jonathan Ooh. is the only one who kept the, the word final glottal stop. And that's like the one language that allows the, you know, the historical linguist to say, there was a glottal stop there. <laughs> that's how we know. It's because there's no other reason. Everybody thinks they're crazy and they look at these programs. No way was there a glottal stop at the end, but it was there. It was. Uh, and then kunky, kunky, I can't, uh, for me became um, kunky. I have to say a lot of these pronunciations seem a little kunky to me. Where David became hange, 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 hange. short vowel, hange. Exactly. For Jason, it became hungi, like it's a fungi. There we go. Fungi. But this should be a super. Okay. Ah, um, I, I, right, right. I took what was in the document. Yeah. yeah Jonathan has an Africa that I clunky. I can't clunky. It's like KX. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's just like a K, but you uh, delayed release, you know. So instead of uh, oh, Jonathan didn't separate syllables, so I didn't either. What? I, I took what was there. And so anyway. Well, I'm going to do it. Okay. Well, David's adding. I'm syllables. adding syllables, okay. Jonathan. And then Miles was cocky. And then Jake's was kunky. Hime, <laughs> hime, uh, for me became hime, for David, ime, for Jason, heime, for Jonathan, hime. And then Miles, we have eme, and Jake, we have heime. Look at that. Jake is the one. Jake's the one that preserves the uvulars yes. so that we know they were there. Wow. Yes. And then asta. Uh, mine was Atha, David was Atha, no, Jonathan, no. oh, sorry, Atha, mm -hmm. uh, Jason was Asta, Jonathan gets another African here, Asta, Miles, Atta, mm -hmm. and Jake was Atta, Ate, 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 okay, this is good stuff, now can you go back because oh, I can't move. You can't. Your, oh, you right. Put me on the table. Back here. We need this. Oh. One. We need your IPA for nouns. All right. And copy. Copy, and then go down to the noun chart. There we go. Okay, so now yeah, you doing it again, Jonathan. Okay, so a two for me was adu, David adu, Jason zu. Jonathan, a two. Miles, o two, low tones. And Jake was a two, Mid, like a neutral, eight, and then two. Eight, two. Um, koya, across the board, we have koya, kuja. Wait, yours didn't change? Uh uh, because it's a front of a back vowel, so the uvular stayed. Right. Or, yeah, um, oh. uvular stayed uvular. Uh, Jason, we have koyo. And then we have Koya, 
Hui, Hui, there we go. And Hoya, Hoya. Hoya. There we go. Getting there. Tahle, um, quite a few of us got rid of that uh, coda because we have Tale. Still there for a couple, that's cool. Chale, Zahle, Tahle, Tale. I think that was rising. Tale. Tale. And then Tale. Tale. Very similar. Yeah. Um, Haley for Daisy. Mine stayed Haley. Um, David, we have Ile. And then um, quite a few others. We still have Haley forms. Um, And I think the only one, only other one to drop the H is Miles. We have Ailey. Everybody else has some form of Haley. Look at mine compared to all the rest of yours. Mine's got a bow on it. Mine's coming in with a rubber clown. Listen, yours is the one that (laughs) historical linguists are like, what the actual? And like, it's like, is this really related? And you know, that's you. It's kind of like in French where all of these chas came out of nowhere. Well, listen, this next one though, kind of blew my mind. Ni'i, because mine stayed ni'i. Um, and so did Jonathan's and Jake's is like that too, just with some tone. Yours was nay. Jason went to knee he, and then Miles T. D. Low vowel, long. Yeah. And so it's like, my guess is that there was probably a drop, like a, like a, a consonant drop or something like that. And so then the N preceding the glottal stop caused it to just essentially yeah like move alveolar yeah yeah move forward and then the end dropped off that's truly bizarre though that is truly bizarre that's the one where it's like what (laughs) um okay and then pakis minus paki yours is of course the i hate that word um jason's is vekis Jonathan, we have again with that African I can't do. Pachis. Just to do a K, but let's do it slow. And then Miles, we have P. And then this one is a mid rising. P. Key. There we go. Um, and Jake, we have Poki. Uh, finally, our very final word, which was Pukia. Um, mine was Hoya, David Hoja, Jason Kushio, Jonathan Hoya. I like that. Uh, Miles Hoye. No, wait, Hoye. Yeah, you got it. And then Jake is Hoye. Hoye. Oh, yeah, Hoye. No, nope. no, dog on it. Okay, that's Jake's. Mm. Woo, okay. Some cool things that happen in the other form. I'm not going to obviously like just run through all the sound changes because there's quite a few, but some cool things that happen in Jason's forms, the unaspirated stops lenited in voice. So like the P ended up becoming a, a V. Hmm. Um, and so that was, I thought, pretty cool. Um, Jonathan's uh, changes included that vowels shifted when occurring before or after uvula- uvular consonants. But then the velar and uvular consonants merged, so it left some vowels in a different form, but like it looked like, you know, the protoforms would have been the same or something. So like that was like a fun little, you know, ordering thing that happened. Um, Miles had three rounds of like tonal shifts that happened that resulted in low, high, high falling and low rising tones. Wow. Jake had two rounds of tonal shifts that ended up resulting in rising, falling and dipping tones. Uh, but tone can only be assigned to one syllable per word. And so like there was, there were some changes that had, that was, um, hmm. that happened after that. So, Interesting. Um, so like tone was introduced like early in the, the sound changes. And then later in the sound changes, it was like, if one hadn't yet been assigned tone, it was assigned tone, but they followed specific patterns and there was a whole chart. It's like a stress time language, but with, uh, with tone instead of stress. Interesting. Cool. All right, so as far as grammar goes, um, most of everybody who submitted um, only did sound changes. Mm-hmm. Miles, however, did some sentences. So I wanted to include those. Um, and Miles stuck to the VSO word order that was mm-hmm. in the document that we talked about in the episode. Mm-hmm. And you can see that word order in um, sentences like, Taki kwe utu, 
which means the person picks up the rock and literally it's pick up person rock. That was a really good pronunciation. Oh, thank you. Uh, and then um, even when a like a, an indirect object is introduced, like the person gave the stick to the child, you just get verb and then subject, object one, object two order um, all in a row. So you get like su, no wait, su que ti tale. I did not do as good on that one because you gave me a compliment too soon and then I got Sorry, my I messed you up. You just mixed up those first two tones. Su que ti tale. And then we had a fun little bit here where a locative preposition, which came from the verb to set, the protoform was prime, um, became a locative prefix on nouns. And uh, the modern form, because like the verb for to sit in modern form is aime, uh, high tones. Uh, and the, the prefix form is just a with a high tone, but it changes the tone of the following syllable usually it lowers it mm. from whatever it was, it lowers the step. So um, here in this sentence, um, will you read the sentence for me with all these tones uh, up here? Let's see. I don't know how this would be. It's a long vowel, right? But it's okay, mid-rising. Okay, I got it. Gatale uh, e There we go. So the child sleeps in the grass, but here it's like peki. Uh, became a and then pay key. So like that, so, it lowered the tone of me, the initial syllable of pay key. Let me try that. I think I got it. Becky uh, becomes a Becky. Yeah. yeah. And uh, as another example, then another sentence Miles gave was the child um, picks up the daisy on the hill. Um, and so that same tonal lowering occurs in hoye, which is hill, and you get a hoye. Mm -hmm. um, and so this one is kaki tale eli e hoye. All these tonal, tonal yeah. languages. Um, so that's what Miles did. I did ergative and absolutive. I see. And so for my um, grammaticalization notes here, um, I used the, the noun for rock, which was a tu in its protoform as an ergative prefix. And it literally is like at the rock of X or at the rock of someone is viewed as instrumental and the person wielding the instrument is the agent. Mm. And so that's the ergative prefix. Mm. And um, then I also did do like a dative locative prefix um, that came from at the hill of X. And so hill in um, protoforms became um, a prefix. So for instance, rock is adu. And um, that's its absolute form, the plain form. The ergative form would be um, adadu. And then the data form um, is hoogadu. Hoogadu. <laughs> I can do it. Hoogada. Hoogada. Yes, you're right. Because I should not put a U at the end where there is no U. Um, our person, kuya, became akuya. Or, and then hokuya. Those are the three forms. Yeah. So that was function. I also had number marking where grass, pakis became the plural suffix. In other words, mm. it's seen as like blades of grass. So there are multiple. Um, and so like adu, rock became adupa and huya person became kuyaba. Kuyaba, there we mm -hmm. go. Got it, stresses on the initial, kuyaba, that's person. Why does that one voice and the other one voice? Is, uh, is there an H in the protoform of a is it of a two? Yes. Ah, because that H kept it from voicing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I also did order word order where it was possessive, possessor, and both matching case. And so, like person's rock it, in absolutive would be adukulia, but if it were like ergative, like child's daisy, I have um, um, ateli atale. Atelia Tale, mm -hmm. <laughs> that's fun. Um, or Hills Grass, you know, in data, both forms would have to be in data, they match. Um, hopaki, hohuyo. And so that is Interesting. That. So then I also made a note that compounds were head initial and only, um, as far as I know, where I'm only gonna allow noun noun compounds. And so like Heribaki is wildflower, which is literally daisy grass. It's really nice. And then place names and people names do the same things. And so Daisy Hill is a place in my little world. Uh, 
is Daisy Hill. It's really nice. All right, so on my verbs, I made the verb for to lie the imperfective prefix. Um, and so asta, to lie, um, added to um, a verb changes it into imperfective. So like uh, the child slept, the bare form here, we have kaputale, but akaputale is the child is sleeping. There are some suffixes in here mm -hmm. um, and that's because they match. Ah. So kuya is um, person that became the third person animate agreement. And ni'i, stick, is the third person inanimate agreement. And it agrees with the absolutive argument. And so, um, um, the child sat versus like, the rock sat. That's not quite right, actually. That's, yeah, it, is. it sure is. You have voiced uvular stops in this language. I sure do. I can't say them, but I have them. Yeah, you do. You just vibrate <laughs> your vocal folds where you're doing a cue. So instead of Yeah, uh, I was trying to challenge myself. I was just going to delete all the uvulars. And then I was like, you know what? I'm a surprise, David. That's something. All right, uh, and then some other example sentences, like I have the child picked up the daisy, um, versus like the person picked up the child, or you can see the, the verb changes from kankini to kankigu, kankigu, akuya, tale. And then the child gave the person a daisy, a sunia tale heli, fukuya. That's really something. So those were my examples. David, I don't know what you did. So let's see if I remembered this. Um, let's see, no, I didn't because uh, Charlie is child, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so um, let's, just, um, let's just do some copy and pasting here, okay. <laughs> um, we're gonna just uh you know we're just gonna ooh. yeah oh okay i see what you're doing yeah we're just gonna take the verbs and put them in front <laughs> because someone forgot that it was bso order is it yeah yeah i mean it ultimately it doesn't matter for everything else um, I believe you did the same strategy I did with um, making to lie the imperfect. And um, oh my gosh, it looks, it ends up looking the same um, in terms of as a prefix, except for the fact that mine is ah, uh, um, and yours ends up potentially having the. Um, the theta with it whenever it begins with a vowel like oh yeah name. there's there's lots of stuff happening here um man i don't know how i feel about this um if like i'm 100 percent on board with the placement of everything now that i know where the uh you know verb is supposed to be but we'll just pretend well i mean for but, the time being that it's all right i mean what happens sometimes in proto forms through changes, they change word order sometimes. Yeah. And so like, you could argue that it's still VO in terms of head initial. Yeah. So like you could move everything back to where you had it and just say you went through a word order change. Just like Arabic did, you know what? Yeah. So he's now undoing all everything. the changes he just Everything, <laughs> But this will go very fast because you can just hit the buttons for fast. Look how fast that is. It is. Okay, yeah, stop there. Okay, so there is a basic distinction between um, transitive and intransitive. There is no distinction for noun number, or at least not at this stage, because I didn't see anything that really inspired me. So you can just get rid of that noun number. Um, you have all the stuff to get rid of it. I can't. Oh, right, I do. How did you do it? Like, are these entirely separate slides? Like, yeah. Okay. Oh, oh, I did it where I showed. Verbs, yeah. Got it, got it, got it. Got I, it. I just made some slides in there so that way we were ready for your examples. I okay. didn't know what you actually did. 
Yeah. Okay. So then, uh, so noun function, and let's see, let's see how you. Okay. Okay. So I think that what I just need to do is I just need to do this. Is that right? Okay. So word order determines noun function. That is, who hath done what <laughs> to whom? Okay. Uh, this. Uh, necessitated a change in verb placement resulting in basic the uh, uh, SVO word order. Done, see? Yeah. Uh, noun possession didn't even go there. You went a lot further than I did, Missy May. <laughs> you done good. Yeah, what well, 23 sound changes. I'm all like, what can I do with the grammar? I literally, and you made, now this may make more sense the day I literally woke you up at like mm. six in the morning and David's not a morning person mind you yeah. but I was like I have an idea for the language for grammaticalization I was so excited yeah uh, and I spent the rest of that day and even took my laptop to a Super Bowl party because I didn't want to stop working on the document and that was because of the grammar section okay oh but I do have something else to add here so yeah no that was really something uh, let's see, uh, uh, nouns, uh, nouns may co-occur with a um, definite prefix. Uh, this prefix is before consonants um, and uh, or um, uh, just K before um, words that begin with I or kya before mm. words beginning with other vowels. Ultimately, from you from probably guessed Kulia. it. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a, with a J and then a schwa. Thank you. Yeah. Kulia, which means person. Yes. Nice. Uh, ultimately, from Kulia. And I, I figured the schwa would drop off pretty easy and that'd leave you with kui. Um, and I was like, well, what would that become? Maybe kui. And I was like, do I want to go the kui route or do I want to just say p and then p? And so it just became key. Uh, all right. Uh, verbs. So um, basic distinction. You know, when you have nothing else, you can always do reduplication. Uh, and so there is a basic distinction between transitive and intransitive verbs. Transitive verbs uh, occur, uh, are, are, are basic uh, roots. Intransitive verbs are a reduplication. Um, the source of this uh, reduplication is uh, is zero derivation of the verb uh, of the verb root, verb root as a nominal object. For example, I slept asleep. All right, and so then the example that I have at the outset, chalekakawa, uh, is the child slept, and what that was, it started off with chalekawa. Kava, but since the object gets the most stress, the first one shortened to just a prefix. So chaleka kava, the child slept. So um, and not the a a child. The child will be kichale. Kichale. Kichale right. kava. Right. Okay. So then next, uh, that's one thing for verbs. The other thing is there's a uh, there's a distinction between perfect and imperfect. The bare stem is perfect. Uh, the imperfect takes a uh, a prefix a before words with a consonant, and ath before words that begin with a vowel. And remember, Can you change that prefix. Yes, that's how, that's actually how you say it in French. 
prefis, prefis. Um, but yeah, so auth, and remember it's auth because it was originally a geminate. Yeah. Um, and then uh, source uh, from. It's, yeah, with a um, uh, aspirated T. Thank you, Asta. Um, okay, so. So yeah, we. Then, well, these sentences, we'll we'll take care of this and get them. There are a bunch of them, but like. Uh, and we'll just like give a, a few on the slide. Um, but do you want to just read some of um, like a child gave us the Sure. So, so like, well, let's do a versus the. So chale kakaba, a child slept. Ki uh, chale kakaba, the child slept. And now let's do uh, the slept versus his sleeping. So ki chale kakaba, the child slept. Ki chale akakaba. The child is sleeping. So it's just a little prefix there. Um, let's see. This one, uh, just hear it with ath, the child is setting. Kichaleatheme, uh, that's with the th in there. And now with the transitive verb, the uh, verb is simpler. So we have kichale uh, ime um, kikuja, the child seated the person. So kichale ime, just the bare form. Uh, uh, and that is compared to the child sat, now you might notice, wow, this is very light. The difference is eme and ime when there's reduplication. And that's because of the protoform of sit, which was chime. So remember, it's, it doesn't start off as h, it starts off as ch. And so originally this would have been chime chime, right? for the reduplicated form, shortens up to then ultimately when it gets lost, it leaves the two vowels next to each other. And so that's why um, it was a long vowel, right? Something like that. Anyway, the point is the reduplicated form is eme and the, the basic form is ime. Nice. Somehow, I don't know. Uh, let's see. Oh, and like uh, you can do this with, it's essentially what we call um, uh, anti-passive. So, uh, uh, a child picked something up. So it's implied that there's an object, you don't have to list what it is because it's in the intransitive form, which means that, um, you know, there's no object listed, but picking up implies a semantic object. So it's like a child picked something up, right? Um, and so you wouldn't need anything for like something or anything like that uh, versus a child picked up, the child picked up the rock. Uh, and there you hear the other form of the, um, of the prefix there. Nice. Uh, and then we have, let's see. So the child gave the stick to the daisy. Um, yeah. Uh, the, so this is, um, this is a preposition. I don't know what to put this. Um, preposition and it comes from sit. Yeah, preposition okay. comes from sit. Let me let me just toss this on um, nouns. Um, you can add another yeah, slide. Yeah. Uh, let's. How about um, uh, indirect objects are preceded by the preposition e. From Hime. There we go. Yes. All right. So um, the child gave the stick to the daisy. Obviously. <laughs> and here, uh, there's some fun things with stress because, of course, the um, the uh, the the determiner, right? What is that? The definite mm -hmm. prefix. That's never going to get the stress, right? So um, stick is ne, and so kichale so kine, but then you have ikile because this K is just getting added to the front of ile, which is the word for daisy. So it does get the stress in the normal place. That, I, so I really like that one. That's cool. Uh, and then we have in the, um, what is this, the imperfect? Kichale uh, so kine ikile. Sorry. Kichale so kine ikile. There we go. Uh, the child is giving the stick to the daisy. I love how fast you read yours, and I'm all like, 
Yeah, but this thing was, I mean, this thing was juiced. I mean, look at this phonology. This thing was, this thing was made to be zipped through. Like, um, I, I killed everything that wasn't quick. Okay, so now. Yeah. Next slide. Okay. Uh, we'll, and we'll copy in sentences there. So I translated two sentences that Miles had mm -hmm. into my language. And then I left a spot for you to put yours. Okay. And so the first one is the child picks up the daisy. Okay. So, uh, oops, uh, um, pick up, pick up, pick up, right. Uh, in the, so and this is, yeah, imperfect. So, um, and then because it's the daisy. The daisy. Yeah. Nice. And then the second sentence. So, oh, by the way, oh, the yeah. child picks up the daisy in my language sketch became a, ooh, ooh, I got to stop, a kankini, a tadehiri. And then Miles was um, kaki tadehiri. And then mine? Kichale a hangehile. No, 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 I, I missed the K. Kichale a hangehile. There you go. Good. <laughs> Got it. Okay. And then as you type that one, the person gave the child a stick in my language was Suni Akuyo Ni'i Hotare. In Miles's language, it was um Suque Titale. What's person? Um Kuya was the proto form. Oh, so Kusha. Kusha. And so it's okay. Kikusha. Kikusha. Um Kikusha so. Right? Yeah, because it's gave, and so it's past tense. Kikusha so perfect, I should say. Kikusha so kine. Kikusha so kine. Um, uh, Kikusha so kine ikichale. There you go. And so now there's yeah. the, how very different the same, um, you know, protoforms can become. This is like a really cool little experiment yeah. exercise where we got to see um, just how different things could end up being. And so that's really fun. This is good stuff. This was it. Um, and as you're listening to the podcast, like I said, I will uh, make sure I put this um, as an attachment, the presentation. So you can kind of go through with it and actually see the differences. Um, and I think that will really help. Otherwise, it could be difficult to just hear all of these things going on and try to make sense out of it. But um, hopefully we were able to narrate enough of what we were looking at to really highlight some of the cool things that happen. Yeah, this is kind of, uh, I'm looking at mine, it's kind of nice because um, it feels like this whole intransitive thing where you're taking a zero derived version of the verb as an object, it ties it very strongly together which would interrupt the placement of the subject, which would be part of the motivation for pulling the subject out in front. Mm. So I feel less bad about not looking at the document to see what the word order was or remembering what the word order that we agreed on was. It's my bad there. Yeah, it is. Uh, <laughs> and don't exit out of the presentation because we're gonna come back and pick up. Um, we can do multiple slides. We can get all your example sentences in. Um, the only reason I, I stopped you from doing it here is that copying and pasting from pages to Keynote, it like keeps the formatting from pages, which is so not helpful um, instead of taking the format from the slide. I have a trick for that. Um, excellent. So that will be good, but you can make that happen. And we'll do that when we're not like recording yep. dead air as you copy and paste. So mm -hmm. I hope, we hope you enjoyed this two part special episode um, of, of developing a, a language sketch and all the different ways that you can take some very simple forms and um, even a, a small system and through really a different number of sound changes across the board, uh, come up with some, some very different results on the modern form. I know that that was a really good send off and I, I'm, I'm so happy to just end it there, but um... Okay. Okay. Never mind. Never mind. Are you good to end it there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I was just, I, I had a question about your, your sentences, but no, I get it. I get it. Never mind. Okay. It's all good. Okay. So we're good. And we are now going to um, 
say goodbye. Oh, all right. Stay grammar. Well, that's a nice thing to say. And we will see you next time. All right. Bye, everybody. I don't know what to do now. Well, you have to go to the moor again. The moor again? <laughs> stop recording. Bye, everyone. And me? No, no, no. Stop recording. Okay. Hold on. Where? Up, up. Oh, there oh. you go. Woo! Okay, now stay grammar.